the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Five oh six on the Central Coast on this Wednesday, December twentieth, twenty twenty three. I'm Dave Congleton. Thanks for joining us. Uh, keep an eye on the weather for you. Stay safe. Stay dry, please. In about an hour, we're going to hear from the mother and the daughter who are suing San Luis Coastal Unified School District. Uh, very serious allegations about harassment of students and staff, and accusing the school district of protecting uh, the alleged perpetrator. There's a lot there. This hour, since uh, the tragic events of October 7th, we have all offered you multiple points of view on the unfolding situation in Israel and Gaza. I'm looking right now at the Washington Post online. Their headlines are as follows. UN gridlock on Gaza continues amid U.S. objections. Americans struggle to save relatives in Gaza stalked by war and hunger, and the U.S. Security Council postpones again the vote over the Gaza resolution. Uh, Joseph from Oceano is back with us. Joseph, good afternoon. Afternoon, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Sure. You've been following this issue pretty carefully. Uh, Yes, yes, I have. I mean, um, as you know, I like to call myself... uh, somewhat of a news junkie. I just don't follow my small circle of, uh, you know, I don't, I don't just follow, um, news sources that I agree with. I mean, I listen to your guys uh, midday guys, those three guys who supposedly have three different views, but, um, I watch Fox, I watch CNN, I watch Al Jazeera, I watch PBS, I watch, you know, all of it. All right. So let's kind of set this up because you want to focus on the amount of aid that we, the United States, is giving to Israel. So let's start with the numbers. What can you tell our listeners? What kind of aid does Israel currently get from the United States? Okay, so currently around, um, we we send on average uh, recently about $3.8 billion um, dollars a year to, to Israel for just for defense purposes, military, the Iron Drome, dome um, training um we've been since the founding of israel we sent over 130 billion dollars out there and that's actually um at percentages of of how much that is compared to um all of our military spending i believe it's um yeah let me pull it up here i'm sorry so yeah, it's uh, Israel is the largest recipient of U.S. foreign military financing. Um, it's 15 percent of of our military budget is um, giving money to to Israel. And is that number has that number increased? I imagine it has. 
Yeah, so I mean, over over the years, it increases, and that last number is about an average of the last few years, three point eight billion. Um, there is a, I believe, um, they're trying to pass something through the House that's going to give them another. Um, what was it like? Something crazy, a hundred, a hundred billion, or something like that more than what we already have given. Right. Now they're debating um, all this in Congress it? right now. And, and just to be clear, Joseph, were you a critic of Israel prior to October 7th? Um, yeah. Uh, as, as you know, I have my political beliefs, as we all do. Um, Israel is such a such an interesting uh, state because it's, it's a state from the foundation. Its creation was for, for Jewish people, right? A, a religious group coming out of World War II. Um, I think we all know that, of course. But what what's what sticks to me is the the political national ideology of Zionism and how that now the leaders there are um, the leaders there just are are mixing in the religious Jewish people um, with a Zionist nationalist kind of viewpoint and uh, Netanyahu, the leader there who has been on and off in power since 96. So he's somewhat more of a dictator than actually a, uh, you know, a president or something, if you look back at its history. So, yeah, just from, from, from the foundation of that country, I mean, you know, we, I deeply feel, of course, like we all should about what happened in World War II to the Jewish people. But in, in my opinion, the, the founding of that country is, is, is uh, to say, to say the kindest way I could say is illegitimate and uh, only has caused problems since it's been there in the Middle East. Uh, Palestine was, was, uh, was lands already. Um, Jewish people lived there uh, in, in, in peace. I mean, of course, not all the time. It wasn't heaven on earth, but they lived there, and there wasn't a need to, to uh, make settlements to uh, kick out Palestinian people uh, back when for, in '48 when this happened, um, Pal- Palestinians about 750,000 were moved in a in a in an event that they still yeah. remember. But what's happening now, and with the support of my hard-earned dollar here and everyone's dollar, is going to Israel to kill women and children mostly. Yeah. All right, let me um, boy out. We're all already getting text. Me- well, take your phone calls and text messages later in the hour. Let's give Joseph a chance to be heard. And let's focus on what's happening now in Gaza, what's been happening in the last two months. Uh, remind our listeners of the situation in Gaza currently, Joseph. Okay, right now these numbers, I, I got these numbers um, off of, uh, it's called The Nation com. This is a report by Tony Karen and Daniel Levy on the dis, uh, December eighth. So these numbers are IDF's own estimates, not Gazan, not ours. This is the Israeli Defense Forces numbers. Um, they've um, estimated that they eliminated less than fifteen percent of Hamas's fighting forces. Less than fifteen percent with their numbers at killing 21,000, mostly civilians, with uh, estimated of about 8,600 children. Now, these are IDS numbers, not Gazan uh, officials, 
because their uh, Gazans is actually a little bit lower. I've seen they've I've seen them a little bit lower under twenty thousand. We won't really know the true numbers until this uh, horrible dark time of. Uh, that we're going through, we won't know the true numbers until obviously until the uh, a year, maybe. Who knows when this uh, war will will settle down and right, so, stop? All right, so we know that people have been killed or wounded. What else? And well, let's just look at some other numbers because these are um, your colleagues, Dave, colleagues of Craig, and anybody who's in the news and talk, um, um, you know. Uh, realm there is 90 journalists have been killed, uh, 280 healthcare workers, and the highest number in any war so far since the UN's creation, 135 UN workers have also been killed there. And um, uh, a thing about this is uh, what what our uh, major news is, is uh, failing to say is is that. Oh, here, I'm sorry. Um, another uh, story that I've seen today, that four major unions are actually supporting a ceasefire. The United Auto Workers, nurses, uh, electricians, and the postal workers. They're all supporting what now, precisely? They, they're all supporting a ceasefire. Okay. So, but I'm also trying to get you to point out the conditions, the living conditions for the people of Gaza right now. What is it like for those people? Right, Dave. And um, again, uh, what Israel is is doing, and which uh, some people are scared to say, is we're uh, we're witnessing uh, a genocide. It's not just the the bombing, the indiscriminate bombing of hospitals of a worship centers um what you're seeing now it's sad to see but, but on tiktok since we have social media where we're live streaming we could see immature idf soldiers humili- humiliating um uh, palestinians they're they're going into their mosque they're uh chanting uh uh jewish prayers and calls in into in muslim um um places of worship i mean um it's 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 sad to to see this is all unfolding right. like how it is and and my dollar supporting it right. my dollar going to it but the people who agree with you joseph are also f- trying to focus on the fact there's no medical care there's no food there's no water i heard one report today there's something like one working toilet for every 225 palestinians uh, right and who's and who's okay. and who has all the power there right now david it's, it's the the israeli government it's the idf if, if anybody's responsible for even more deaths it's it's not just it's not just the hamas terrorists um it's it's the is israel not letting in enough aid i i I know that that's an issue too and but the the point is what i'm trying to make is that we need we need to have a ceasefire of course for aid to get in there because this what what the death toll is at now is only going to go up because of all those um, conditions that these people are living in. Like you're saying, we, we, there is no water, there is no food, and these people, I've heard stories that they're starting to, to turn on themselves. They, they bring in the, the aid, and they're fighting over it. All right, let me stop you there. i got to get a break in. Uh, Joseph Famociano is back on this broadcast. He's calling for USAID 
to Israel to stop. He'll uh, explain why as we continue your phone calls and text messages a little bit later, please. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. All right, we'll uh, go to the phones after news at the bottom of the hour. You can text in all you want and insult the guest, but he is entitled to his opinion. Okay? He's entitled to his opinion. Joseph is here making the case that we should cut aid to Israel. And as we continue with Joseph, so let's clarify that. What exactly are you calling for? Do you want all financial assistance, all military aid to Israel to stop? I mean, we, they, they're their own country, right? By this point, and they should be on their own. They're not our child uh, at, at 15 years old. If they want to stick and, and start fights and, and, and battle it out on their own, then they should do it with their own money from their own citizens. I mean, of course, anybody's allowed to give them money, but pull all money back and then let, you know, let the things what happens happens because that that's their land over there not that's not USA that's not the United States over there is it well but then okay if we do that we cut all aid and no money no weapons what do you think's going to happen to Israel i think the people who they themselves live there i mean of course it's it's going to be somewhat i could see the side saying it's going to be a power vacuum right once power is, is pulled out, then another is going to have to fill in. But again, uh, we, why, why is it on my, why is it on my, on my dime that that, all that has to play out? Why is it on my dime that, um, blood has to be spilled halfway around the world? And I, I know that my point on, uh, my point isn't just Democratic or Republican. I'm sure there's, far-right Republicans who feel my sentiment of what happened to America first. All of a sudden, we're sending billions. We want to send billions uh, again over to the Middle East. But Israel, you know, I've been there. I'm not an expert on Israel, but I've been there and I've seen the situation. This is a country that has the Mediterranean to the west, and they otherwise they are surrounded by countries who would love nothing better than to wipe them off the face of the earth. And so, right, and so they, if we if we cut the aid, Joseph, to me, the logical conclusion is that Israel falls. Do we really want to see that? Israel is one of the most powerful military powers in the world. They are the tenth, number ten, uh, on the world for selling arms. They make billions. I think like billions. I just seen the number earlier today, but they they do very well. They they created the program called Pegasus, which is makes any cell phone uh you could activate it, you could activate, you know, everything on it, all the info. Um they they're I'm pretty sure we've helped them out like I said. Um let me see the number I said here. I think 130 billion is is a good is good enough amount to kind of say, "Hey, you're on your own." Um, do your own thing. It's it's like I said. It, I know it's hard for people to wrap around to who have who who are uh, wrapped up in this saying that Israel's there and Israel's forever. But Israel's only it's only started in forty eight. Zionism, that political ideology, started less than a hundred years ago. Jewish rabbis who've been um, doing this in their studies and their 
their uh, beliefs go back hundreds of years. Um, they're, they're, they themselves, rabbis, are protesting and saying their own uh, government to say, stop. Stop the killing. Stop the ceasefire. I mean, anybody who's saying, who wants to insult me about saying we shouldn't stop killing, we should stop killing women and children and want to think that me by, by me saying that I deserve an insult or I'm uneduc- uneducated because I don't want my tax dollars to be going to kill women and children, innocent women and children, but, is yeah. beyond me. But. I remind you of the obvious, 1,400 innocent women and children, young people were raped and murdered and tortured. Israel suffered as well. That's like the episode. Let's go back to the beginning of the story. Let's go back as far as we can. I get it. We we, want to jump in halfway in season five and say, hey, look, at the beginning of season five, these are the bad guys. But Dave, that's not how, you know, that's not how history works. And just like uh, what happened in Turkey, till this day, Turkey says that the genocide of the Armenian didn't happen. We are now, right now, witnessing the genocide. A thousand people dead, that's a battle. 20,000 people innocent dead, that's a genocide. I'm not saying one justifies the other, but somebody needs to be the bigger person and, 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 and stop. Who has the power? Who has the bigger guns? Israel. They need to be the bigger person and step back. If they can't do that, trust me, in a year or two, three, five, we're going to be uh, witnessing more killings for the martyrs and the people of the, the Muslim people who they call them martyrs who have been killed. Women, children, there's babies who haven't even received a birth certificate. They've received a death certificate before they even received their birth certificate. In the minute before the news break, what about the United Nations? What do you want to happen there? Do you want a ceasefire? Um, yeah, but the, the whole system of the United Nations is just, uh, you know, they, it obviously started when uh, Jerus- when uh, Israel started as well, and they the Security Council won't allow, won't allow them to, they, you know, won't allow them to, uh, to do anything because the Security Council is the three, four major countries and they could veto anything. And the rest, a hundred something nations could say ceasefire. United States raises hand and says no. I think it's, it's a joke. They're, they're, United Nations is a joke to me, honestly, in my opinion. They have, they don't really do anything for, for, they don't do anything for others except themselves to empower and enrich themselves. All right, Joseph Famosiano, not holding anything back tonight. He is uh, calling for all USA to stop to Israel, uh, financial and military. He wants Israel to defend themselves. Hmm. Off we go. We've got news and traffic and weather. We'll invite your phone calls and read some of these text messages. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. I would stick around. All right, Craig, thank you. We're continuing our conversation with uh, Joseph, our young activist from Oceano. He's made it very clear how he feels about the current situation in Israel and Gaza. He believes that the United States should cut all of its support for Israel, all the military support, all the financial support, and let Israel fend for itself. We welcome your phone calls. 
but I'm striving to keep this a civil conversation. 805-543-8830. We'll drop in your text messages as we go. Let's start with Susie in Atascadero. Hey, Susie. Hi, Dave. Hey, Susie. Um, I'm curious what what Joseph would think. Um, what role does he think Hamas should play in Gaza? Joseph? Um, so Hamas, Hamas is actually a lot of the other Saudi Arabia countries, uh, I mean, the Middle Eastern countries like Saudi Arabia and others that are friendly with Jerusalem that make business, you know, big money, millions, billions of dollars. They want Hamas to end as well because Hamas is more like of a, it came up, uh, it was actually funded also by Israel a little bit, but they came up as its own kind of within Palestine fighting Israel, fighting always the IDF. So, I mean, look, to say you could try to destroy Hamas, they, you just can't. That's an ideology. You could never destroy it. So what, what was the question? What I, what so I would do what about What do you Hamas? want Hamas to do? Yeah. What do you want? Gaza. Well, Hamas, Hamas will do whatever it, it can to survive in there. That idea and all these killings that Israel is doing is actually going to is going to motivate and bring more recruiter, more recruitment into Hamas. So what I see. Israel okay, is doing right now is my second question. And I'll be brief. Okay. What well, does from the river to the sea mean to you, Joseph? So actually, uh, far right Israelis actually chant that as well. So it, it's, a, it's a tit for tat. They're, they're, they've been fighting over that land, their land, not my land. I don't know your uh, heritage, but you know, a lot of people here in the United States want to have to want to stop their money going to war and battles over there that kill mostly innocents. So, I mean, um, so let me, bro- not- okay. Let me- okay, Joseph, you're evasive, but uh, thank you for trying. All right, Susie, thank you. Let me broaden Susie's question, though. Are you a supporter of Hamas? You know, this This is a question that... Uh, Are you a supporter of Hamas? Would. I'm not I'm not a Muslim. Are you I a supporter? I don't live in the middle, middle East. Joseph? I will support any... Okay, listen to this. Listen to what I have to say. Then. Look, I will support... Any oppressed people who are being killed, who are being killed, any people who are being killed and being massacred like they are and fighting back against an oppressive state, an oppressive nation. It sounds like a yes to me. Just say it. You support Hamas. (laughs) Just say it. I, I, I support fighters fighting for their right to control their own their own lives, in so their own land. You support so Hamas. I support the Palestinian people, of course, always. Not, but, but I'm not I'm asking not, that. I'm not there. I don't know a Hamas fighter. You know what I mean? Okay. My, my dollars don't go to Hamas. My dollars go to Israel, and that's the topic that I'm trying to say. I don't want my money to go to Israel. Right. Hamas is a terrorist organization. I don't give them money. Do you, Dave? Do anybody here, really? No, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm going to try one more time. Are you a supporter of Hamas? I'm not a supporter of Hamas. Right. We finally I'm got born it. and raised here in California. All right. Okay. I'm just asking a question. Here we go. We got Scott in Morro Bay. Hey, Scott. Hey, good afternoon. Merry Christmas, Dave Joseph. Merry Christmas to you. We disagree heavily. However, I think if we had a chance to sit down and talk, we might be able to figure some things out. Anyway, I was just kind of thrown by the last conversation from the caller because... 
you wouldn't answer the question. We knew the answer to the question, but you wouldn't answer it. And it's very frustrating. You're always, it's, I hate to say this, and it's, a, it's kind of a rough term, a bleeding heart liberal seems to speak, but yet the people in Israel were attacked, and they're not allowed to defend themselves, is basically what you're saying, and you have no reason why. It's not correct? So attacking, going in, killing women and children is defense. I mean, we all know football, right? There's a, there's. Uh, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. There's one side defense. And I hate to interrupt you. Well, let them answer your question, Scott. Oh, here, here, okay. I'm the referee. Here, them going into okay, here, 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 guys. We're only five minutes into the calls. One person at a time. Scott, Joseph was trying to respond to you. He's interrupting me. I'm, Do you not know football? Offense and defense, right? Just give your answer, Joseph. What was the question? Okay. All right. If I exactly. mock again or what? Have Come a on. good day, you Joseph, and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Scott. Come back to the original question from Scott. Does Israel not have the right to defend itself and respond after 1,400 innocent Israelis are massacred? They have 100% right to do it, but why does it have to be on with my tax dollar? Why? Would, would a Scott send him, send Scott, please, to go fight if he's so passionate about it, about the 1,200 dead compared to the almost 20,000 Palestinians? It's a genocide. It's a genocide we're witnessing. And if, 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 you, if, if you're a guest and you did want to corner me and try to say, oh, do you support Hamas, though? That's such a, it's, I don't know the term, but it's like a, a strategy that has been already um, but it took you, know, you it used. took you it took you four it took you four minutes to answer a yes or no question about whether or not you're a supporter of Hamas. Yeah, Dave, because it's not a black and white subject. You know well I'm not uh, insulting your intelligence here, I'm sure, but you're smart enough to know that it's not a black and white good guys, bad guys. But there is numbers and there's facts. And when all this blows over and once everybody's back onto the next subject they're they're going to be dealing with that. The women and children, the kids in Gaza are going to be dealing with this. All right, that's why I don't. Okay. Come let's, on, what about the kids? You know, the okay. children, Dave. Right. You don't got kids. You don't got grandkids. Yeah, let's go to Bob in San Luis. Hey, Bob. Hi, Dave. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Bob. Uh, Joseph, I'm uh, pretty far left uh, on just about every issue there is. As far as cutting aid to Israel. Uh, I think a an appropriate response might be a suspension of military aid until Israel can figure out a way to uh, go after Hamas without killing so many innocent civilians. There needs to be a ceasefire. I agree that the ceasefire is mandatory, uh, uh, very important. Uh, the uh, reasons that the U.S. says they don't support a, a ceasefire, our government, is they're worried that Hamas will regroup. I, I don't understand how that's going to be any different than what they're doing now with the extensive underground tunnels and whatnot that they have. But Israel has gone overboard in their response. I can understand a bloodlust based on their citizens being killed, but to kill 20,000 Palestinians with a very small number of that being actual Hamas fighters needs to be 
straightened up in the form of possibly suspending our military aid until Israel pulls back and develops a different type of plan. Joseph, comment on that, please. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for for your comment. And and I I agree there. You know, I agree with you, of course, but I want to go even farther because of just, like you said, it's a it's a bloodlust that they have, and the soldiers. You could go on TikTok, Google um, Israeli TikToks, and see what they're doing to the Palestinian people. Um, they themselves, the IDF, is creating propaganda for Hamas. Okay, and and why it's so hard for me to just say, oh, I don't so support Hamas. It's just, it's. It's more complicated than just saying, "Oh, these people are bad." They, Hamas was no. funded by 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 Israel. Israel themselves was funding Hamas. You know, it's, it blows my mind that people just don't do their research and just want to like call in and say, "Hey, this is my opinion because I heard it on Fox or I heard it from the John Ken Joe Bob show with three voices, one opinion." Okay. Like, come on! All right, wait, hang on, Bob. What else? Yeah, uh, Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, privately did direct funding to Hamas because as a near dictator, as you have alluded to, he needed a boogeyman, boogeyman, but unfortunately, he wasn't paying attention and allowed their attack to happen. If he had been paying attention and defused that attack, he could, you know, rest on his laurels. But he dropped the ball big time, and he was funding Hamas prior. He needs to go. That's the number one thing. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. Comment on that, Joseph. Bingo. No, thank you, Bob. Thank you. I really appreciate Bob's call. I mean, he has the info that I have that we all could acquire rather than just listening to our echo chambers and falling back on our uh, uh, primal... uh, tribalism and say oh i'm a I, I got a you know i have some jewish blood in me or whatever i got a friend who look even even jewish people are saying cease fire please stop the killing any decent human being would say yeah let's not kill women and children hey let's not support women and killing women and children all right we got sean and sam Lewis on kvec hi sean hey merry christmas dave merry christmas uh, sean. Merry- yeah, and, and happy Hanukkah to those out there listening as well. I just, sure. I just wanted to call in. Hey, Joseph, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm understanding. I don't want to, I, I just tuned in and I want to make sure that you're not, you don't support Hamas. That's correct, right? We finally got out uh, no. of that he doesn't. No, 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 no. Okay, good, good, good. That's, that's, you know, that's what matters, period. I mean, that's the thing we need to take it back to. Simple as this. I mean, we don't support any death and dying to any innocent human beings. And that's what's the most important. Because, you know, you, I, Dave, Craig, we can all agree that we can disagree as well, but we can, but we can all agree that we don't want to see any innocent people hurt. Right. So let me ask you, let me ask you this then and ask also Dave sure. and Craig. Um, so do you support the IDF? you support the Israeli Defense Forces? I, su- I do support. I support. I support what Israel is doing because they okay. are probably. He's answering no, your no, question. Yep. Don't interrupt, please. Yeah. Because I think it's very important that we have 
supplied close to half a trillion dollars of support to Israel, and they're the closest to a democratic country in the entire world, as we are. And they are our closest source and our closest um, people that support us, and we support them in supporting democracy and the rights to every man, woman, and child, regardless of belief. Joseph? And I do believe that. Joseph? Okay, so you support an IDF killing of uh, 21,000 mostly civilians, uh, about 8,600 children. He didn't say that. This is by the IDF. He didn't exactly. say that. This is by the IDF. He didn't say Oh, well, you don't like it? You guys don't like it, when you, but you could do it to me. You could tell me, oh, do you support Hamas? But then, oh, well, well, well. I do it back to you. You see, you see how this no, it's, it's really it does? Joseph. It's really easy. I think. It's not. I, no, it is, and I'll explain why. I think please, Sean please and do. I uh, we support Israel, but we do not support what is happening to innocent Palestinians. It's a clear distinction. It's really easy. Yes. Let me make it easier because um, Israel was founded on a lie. Just like the United the, States was founded on a lie, that we're the arbiters of peace, we're the arbiters of democracy. When when we're actually the terror, we bring the blood, we bring bring the genocide. Just like Native Americans, Indigenous people around the world could agree, and that's what's happening. Yeah. If you keep go out of your body, I have one of, important of, question um, yeah. before I go. Okay. All right, go ahead, Sean. I have an important question. My question to you, Joseph, is just the simplest question. Have you ever been or lived or taken a vacation to um, the Gaza Strip, the Palestine, the, the, the region? Have you, have you been in Israel or Gaza, Joseph? No, no, I haven't. Why, okay. And that's why that's my point is, why do I want my money going over there? That's what, what my kills me, though, there? Joseph. And I want you what to understand that. What kills me is that you're speaking about something you don't live in, and you're talking about something I don't feel like you actually can support or speak on. All right, well, let me jump in. And, Sean, I'm going to thank you for your call. But you don't have to live in a country to have an opinion about it. We've talked at length on this show about Ukraine, for example. And none of us have been to Ukraine other than Armstead and Martinez. So I reject the notion that you have to be in a country to have an opinion about the situation there. But always good to hear from you. Thanks for the call. We move on. We've got Andrew in San Luis. Hey, Andrew. Hi. Uh, Hi. I'm calling because I don't want my money going to Israel because they commit war crimes with my tax dollars. And there's a law that says you can't give uh, federal aid or foreign aid to countries that commit war crimes. So that solves that problem right there. And they do nothing but war crimes with my tax dollars. And it's not okay. So, uh, sorry, I don't want any of my money going there whatsoever. And, you know, how you can uh, counter that, I have no idea. But the law is the law. And if you want to break the law, then there should be consequences. And what happens to Israel if we don't support them? I don't care. It's none of my business. I don't live there. Uh, that's their problem. They can learn how to get along with people. That would be one suggestion I have. Learn how to get along with people because it's obvious that you don't have the skills because the people who populate that country hold a lot of racist views. I heard that at least 300 Palestinians have been killed so far this year in the West Bank by the settlers. So I'm sorry. I just don't have any stomach for uh, giving my money to uh, countries over uh, halfway around the world when we have all kinds of homeless people living under every bridge in this country. All right, Andrew. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And I also believe in the, you know, support the country you live in or live in the country you support. So, uh, you know, I think that's a good uh, way of looking at things, and it makes a lot of sense to me. 
So if you really support Israel or any other country, my suggestion is is to simply move there. Now, that's not, again, as with Sean's call, you don't have to live in a country to have an opinion on it. You don't have to live in a country to support it. That goes against our history. But thanks for trying. Thank you. Here's Garth. Hey, Garth. Hey, David. Hey, Joseph. Hey. Hi, guys. Um, To start off with, um, yeah, I'm completely against giving Israel as we say when we march, one more nickel or one more dime. So no more aid to Israel. Um, and by giving Israel aid, we're all, um, we all are complicit in the war crimes that they're, they're committing as we speak. Um, so even citizens of a country that, that are um, complicit with a country committing war crimes are, are legally complicit for that. And Joe Biden is a war criminal for supporting this. And I, w- I just want to say that, you know, the Palestinians have a legal right to armed struggle under any means necessary. So, you know, you guys try to put Joseph on the spot by asking if he, if he you know, supports Hamas. Well, my answer is I support the Palestinian people. And if they elect Hamas to represent them, I support that. Joseph? Yeah, you know, I, I get I get really worked up and passionate, and, you know, I don't mean to cut anybody off or get too worked up. It's, about, hard, it's hard to be on the phone and be interviewed. Right, right. Um, so, you know, thank you. Thank you, Garth. And it's going to my point of those people over there, the Middle Eastern, the Muslim people, the Jewish people who live there, that's, that's, that's their thing. That's their... Uh, issues, that's their land. I get it. We have a lot of Jewish people here in the United States. and But why, the point is, the, just like Paul, I, Paul was right on with what my point is, is just, I, I, I'm tired of having my money go towards the killing machine, the, the military, which is a killing machine all around the world. We have soldiers in Syria, in Iraq still. Let's why? The, I don't know. Let's keep the focus. What else, Garth? Yeah, and um, so as I said, you know, the, the Palestinians have every, you know, the Palestinians are the occupied people. So they have a right to, when you go into somebody's house and you're robbing their house and, and somebody's defending themselves and injure you or kill you, you're not the one that's been wronged. You know, it's the person that's <laughs> broken the people's house, to use an analogy. But, you know, it, long ago it's been settled that resistance and even armed struggle against a colonial occupation is recognized under international law. Um, under the adoption of the uh, the uh, additional protocol to the Geneva Conventions of 1949, okay. Protocol Protocol One. So the Palestinian people have every right under any means necessary to resist that occupation. Period. All right. I appreciate the call, Garth. Thank you. I want to give Craig a chance. He wants to ask a question of Joseph. Yeah, my question is, Palestine was offered a two-state solution five times, and it was accepted every single time by Israel and turned down every single time by the Palestinians. So my question is, should Palestine accept a two-state solution and the right of Israel to exist? Yeah, so from my understanding, during those times, there was a dispute over lines, right? Lines, how big, how small. Um, I, I, I believe that they, they do want, they wanted, the Palestinian people do want a two-state solution. And from my understanding, from what I read, Israel, Netanyahu himself says, 
said, I think like a day or two ago, there will be no two-state solution. So um, the two-state solution, I support it. And I think that's a pathway for people to, for them to co coexist and co-live. But um, Israel's just so bloodthirsty, bloodless. I mean, there's interviews of, of, of um, Israel's on the street saying they, you know, they want to, the, they both chant the same thing, the far right, the far right of both. If you go back, chanting the same thing of death. 1936, the Peel Commission, the Arabs were offered 80% of Israel and the Jews 20%, and they agreed. In 47, it was being divided into two state, uh, two region territories. 67 as well, and 2000 to 2008. Every time they're offered, and what was what was their response? The three no's in 67. No peace with Israel, no recognition of Israel, no negotiation. All right, short answer, please. Well, what what do you what do you expect from? Settlers coming in, taking the land, saying, "Oh, it was both. It was no. It wasn't just a, a, a Jewish state. Jewish people came and said, this is now a Jewish state.' In the mask of, of Zionism, please, everyone, just look up where did Zionism come from? What kind of national political ideology? So, I mean, to say that, oh, they came in and say, "Hey, we're cutting up your land. Take this or no deal." Of course, like there's a lot of people would say no if somebody came to your house chopped it in half and said, okay, now you stay on that half, this half is mine. I I gotta get this breaking. I gotta get this breaking. We'll come back and wrap things up with Joseph. We're live, we're local, we're Hometown Radio. And we thank Joseph for a very invigorating conversation and we give you 30 seconds for a final thought, sir. Thank you, Dave. Um, You know, I just want to reiterate that I just don't want my tax dollars going killing women and children. Um, I, I agree to come on here to talk to you because it's a very passionate topic of mine. Um, people are, are, are dying right now. While we're going to be enjoying our Christmas uh, dinners with our family and friends, uh, families in Gaza are going to be um, under bombs and shells. So, you know, if you are religious, say a prayer for, for the Gazans. we got to go. Um, All right, Joseph, thank you. News, traffic, weather, 6 o'clock hour starts now. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.